finally, finally, I'm back here on the My Tribe podcast. I'm so excited to be back. I'm so excited for this episode. I've been waiting. I've been thinking about this episode for a couple years now, knowing this would be a good one, and I'm so thrilled to finally be recording it. So what you're about to hear is a long discussion between me and my man Murph. You know, technically Patrick Murphy, but we only know him by one name, and that is Murph. And this is me and Murph. We started our basketball career together in kindergarten, and it continues today with me as the girls coach at Long Middle High School and, and him as the boys coach. And along the way, we have so many different teams that we've played for, teams that we've coached together, teams that we've coached near each other. We've even coached against each other in high school, and you're gonna hear all of that. But before I, I, I put the interview on or the discussion on, there's a couple things I need to say about Murph. I think most of you will know these things, but I'm saying them anyways. First of all, since kindergarten, one of my best friends in the world, um, the guy is the definition of loyalty. He's so loyal that he kind of like made a commitment to just, he almost, he almost hasn't gone out there looking for a hundred new friends. You know, I've made friends at every phase of life. He's done the opposite. He, for the most part, just wants to be loyal to the people he grew up with and to his family. And just that loyalty is incomprehensible. It runs so deep with him. And that just makes him such a special dude in my life and in a lot of you uh, that are listening. He's probably a special guy in your lives as well. Um, so, so number one, friendship. Number two, loyalty. Number three, one of the things I say about Murph um, is he always wants to protect me. Uh, he has a real keen eye for making sure that I'm okay, that I'm being treated fairly, that my life is... People are, people are treating me the way he thinks I should be treated. And, and if he feels that someone's not, he, he is quick to have my back. And that protection is, has always, always been appreciated. So that happens in both life and it always, it started on the basketball court. Um, growing up and in high school, I remember if he thought somebody was getting away with following me or, or just getting away with anything against me, he would just let me know that he was going to set a screen, a ball screen, and I had to run a guy off a ball screen. And the, his screens were never dirty. They were just perfect. And that was just his way of letting everybody know they needed to back up off me a little bit. Um, and even in this interview you'll hear, we talk about, we actually coached against each other when I was the East Long Meadow Boys varsity coach. Um, five times we coached against each other. And, you know, those were always weird games and you felt a little maybe less competitive i don't know you you just felt it just felt strange competing against the guy you've spent your whole life competing with um and so you know i talk about that a little bit but you can hear him when he talks about it in this interview where he's like i didn't like it i wasn't comfortable and and murph is super super competitive super competitive as as most of you know but he goes in this interview, he's talking about how much he hated coaching against me. And I truly feel that's because he wasn't going to feel happy either way. If they lost, he was going to feel upset that his team lost. But if they won, he, he was just going to feel bad that they beat us. And because he likes to protect me. Um, and I so, so appreciate that protection. A couple other notes before we get going. Within this long conversation about hoops... Um, three particular names come up. 
three really special guys, three really special basketball players um, that Murph and I were close with. Um, one is Justin Looney. He was the off guard on my Longmeadow High School team, uh, same year as Murph and I, and he has passed. We have lost him. So we touch on that briefly. And the other two are Mark Kaufman and Nico Sierra, both uh, incredible players and big parts of our 2008 Western Mass uh, Division I championship run. And we've lost both of them as well. And all three of these guys went way before their time, obviously. And Murph and I touch on it a little bit, but I wanted to add a little bit here to the beginning that, you know, Mark, Nico, Jay Loons, we love you. Uh, we miss all of you. I think about all of you often. And, you know, probably should do a podcast just on my time with you guys and our relationship with you guys. But um, you're in here, which demonstrates you're still in our hearts and our minds. And uh, me and Murph love you. But anyways, this is an interview with me and Murph. We're starting with kindergarten. We're going all the way up to this season in basketball. You know what? We say a lot. It's a long one. But at the same time, we left a lot out. We probably could have done two episodes with this because basketball has just been such a foundation of our relationship. So Murph, I love you. Thanks for joining. Thanks for always protecting me, always having my back and my front. And uh, I hope everyone enjoys this episode of the My Tribe podcast. Welcome, Murph. All right, so here I am with my man, Money Murph. Murph, thanks for coming on the podcast. Hey, what's up? <laughs> um, really excited to have you here, man. And uh, I'm really excited to have your brain here because we're going to go through our whole basketball careers together, and I'm going to remember 10% of what happened, and you're going to remember 90% of what happened. So uh, I appreciate you lending your, uh, your memories to me here. Uh, but anyway, so first... so. I think it's pretty cool we're doing this now because we start our season in uh, what's today, Tuesday. No, today's Monday. Yeah. We start our season a week from today. Yeah. So I don't know what season it is for you and I being connected in basketball. We'll count as we go here, but it's a lot of seasons. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited for that, and I think this is good timing. So all right, my first memory is I don't know what you call it, bitty ball or what. I do feel like we had lower hoops, and it was at Olsh. Yes, eight-foot eight hoops, and they were like the roll-away ones that they would bring out before the games, and I definitely recall that. as It's one of my first memories for sure. Now, we wore Holy Cross shirts, Yeah. right? Yeah. So were we like one of the Holy Cross teams, and there was other schools, or was it? Yeah, I think that each parish probably had one or two teams, if not more, um, but I do remember being in the Holy Cross jersey per se and there's like a i feel like there's like a famous picture i'm in it you're in it nick is in it yep. danny sullivan is yep. in it mike lynch yep might be in it absolutely and i feel like there's at least two if not three different colors of holy cross shirt yeah uh all right so what do you remember about playing at well first of all how old were we gotta be seven or eight okay yeah, i think it's in that that range or maybe eight ten okay and yeah, so I would have said I would have said six seven. Okay. But I'm thinking I, the reason I'm saying that is because what I know of now is like you play on the lower hoops from five to seven. Yeah. I we I it could have been different back then. Yeah. All right. So what do you remember? What do you remember about our? Were we on the same team? I feel like we were. I feel like we always were on the same yeah, team growing up. So I, I would I would say we were. Um, I just remember the little hoops and and just 
thinking it was strange not to play in regular size hoops. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember the, um, I also remember the like oval backboard, but it wasn't like a square rectangular backboard. Correct. It was like a smaller backboard. Yes. Um, and I remember bank shots were big. Huge. Huge. Bank shots from the front. Yep. Bank shots from the front. And I, I feel like I've talked to Ricky Lunsford, and he was playing against us. Absolutely. He was playing for St. Catharines. Okay. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Um, and d- did we play there for multiple years? I felt like we played there for like five years. Yes. Like it felt like forever right. that we were going to that gym and playing. Like Yeah. To the point where every time I drive by, I'm like, oh, God, that's yeah. the gym. Like, yeah. Yeah. I ran tryouts there a few weeks oh, ago. Yeah. And it smells exactly the same. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, I do feel like there was one year that at least that we won a championship there. And maybe my memory is either fake or better than I'm giving it credit for right now. But I feel like we won a championship like 10 or 12 to like four, 10, like we scored 10 or 12 and they scored four or six. Yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't a lot of scoring at that point <laughs> no. for whatever reason that we were playing full court on those little hoops and it just, it was, it was different. Would that be the infamous Josh spiking the ball? Yeah, it might've been. Tell that story. Well, yeah. So we, we had won a tournament and, and, and our, our boy Josh was on the team and for whatever reason, uh, they handed out trophies to everybody and he didn't get one. And he was upset and just took a ball and just spiked it down as hard as he could. And it bounced up to the ceiling. And, um, you know, that was our guy. So, you know, like, we felt bad. But in the same token, it's Josh. And he's just a funny dude. Yeah. And I'm sure that between you, me, McCollum, and Nick, we were hysterically laughing yeah, at sure. this situation going well, on. I bet you guys were hysterically laughing. And I was, like, worried. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For sure. No, I was, like, concerned. Um, did Ryan play at Olsh with us? I feel like he had to have. He must have. Yeah. He must have. He absolutely must have. Yeah, like, my memory of Ryan in real young basketball is that he had, like, the little flat top or the little side thing, yep. the side flat top. And I I can't remember if he was good at basketball at that point. He just looked good at basketball no matter what. Always he was good. so much cooler. <laughs> Always looked good. <laughs> yeah, he was so much cooler. Um and Nick was there, obviously, yeah. and Danny Sull. Yep. And I know I wasn't on the same team as Sully, so I'm sure we were battling full court pressing each Absolutely. other at age six. Yep. Um yeah, but that I do I, I have to give that that Olsting credit because it Absolutely. did suck me into the game. Absolutely. Yeah. It did suck me into the game. And I remember even then I was way way shorter than everybody else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Between you and I, you were way shorter than everybody else, and I was uh, a lot fatter than everybody else. So, <laughs> were you? Yeah, so we uh, we definitely weren't uh, getting picked at the park. We didn't, not our prototypical looking basketball players yeah, yeah. Uh, at that point or now. Uh, but especially at that point, we were not uh, the first pick. <laughs> uh, so, all right, so my memory from Olsh, I go straight from Olsh in my mind. Mm-hmm over to Holy Cross CYO tryouts, yep. if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Which to me would have been fifth and sixth. Yep, absolutely. All right. My memories. We made it as fifth graders. We did. Right? Yep. And we played for Donnie Quinn. Yep, legendary Donnie Quinn. Legendary Donnie Quinn, um, 
who is still still around. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, still on the circuit or, or somewhere out there. And so my memory there is a tryout. We made it as fifth graders. Um, the, the best sixth graders I remember that were on our team were Pat, Pat Brown. Pat Brown, Brian Hoare. Yep. I'm trying to think who else. Those would be the main two that I remember. Yeah, those were the guys that I remember looking up to. Yeah. And Pat Brown was a lefty point guard. Yeah, he was he was good for his age. He was point. really good at that Ryan point. Ryan Hoare yeah. was really good. Yeah, he Ryan Hoare stayed good for a while. Yeah. Uh, corner Jays. Um, yeah. I can't remember. I don't remember if Ryan or Wheels or Nick... Um, remember them. I don't. I don't think the famous TT's team, which was no. that, wasn't right away. No. That was later. Yeah. Uh, now, if I'm also not mistaken, I think we were in fifth grade when we went to the C- the New England CYO championships. No, that was sixth grade. Sixth grade. Sixth grade when we would, did that. All right, tell me about that one. Yeah, so we just we, we had a great season and we won the Western Mass Championship or whatever and we went up to New Hampshire. Um, Did we still have Brian Hoare and Pat Brown? No, we no, didn't. No, okay, no, we didn't have them. And we went up there and stayed Friday night and then oh had my... a game Saturday and lost and then that was it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But going to New Hampshire oh, like... for CYO basketball Absolutely. must have felt like the NBA for us. Yeah. That must have felt absolutely incredible. Um, Donnie Quinn, I remember, was a good coach. Oh, absolutely was. He was like a really good coach. Like we had strategy. Yeah. And, but we also had a style. Like we played a style. Yeah, and, and he wasn't a dad of anybody in the program. Yeah, so like, that's right. You know, like he, for whatever reason, he was still coaching the, the Holy Cross CYO, and it was kind of a rite of passage, you know, in East Forest Park to play for him and, and get right. through the program and, and – and we did. I mean, it was a big deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? For us to make it as fifth graders, it was a big deal. Yeah. That's totally true. That was probably, yeah, I mean, not, that was about as good a start as you could get being an East Forest Park kid. Yeah. Was yep. a lot of time at Olsh. Yep. On the rollout hoops. Yep. Followed by a couple of Donnie Quinn years. Absolutely. Uh, Can't beat it. All right. So we've had some success. Yeah. Now we get... We, when do we be? When do we go from being Holy Cross CYO wearing purple and gray, to becoming the Holy Cross Heat? Yeah. When is that? Is that seventh grade or eighth grade? I feel like it was eighth. Okay. Did we only have the Holy Cross Heat for one year? I feel like it was only one one year. Of okay. It. Yeah. All right. So, eighth grade. So seventh, maybe seventh grade was the year that there was like the A team, the B team, yeah. and then. Tony Tudrin took the C team, yep. and the C team beat the B team. They did. They did not beat the A team. No. But they gave us a better battle. They gave us a run. As Nick will remind us. Oh, yeah. Forever and Absolutely. ever. Um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to... It's not It's not you and I's history. No. But it's hard to not talk <laughs> about TT's. Um, all right, so that was probably seventh grade, if we have it right. So then eighth grade, we got all our guys together. Yeah. We got the incredible coaching staff yeah. of Ray Warren, yep. Tim Allen, and Bob McCollum. Yep. All all in one roof. All, and I don't know that we had tryouts, but I know that we had our squad. And we went out and we went out and got a center. We needed some height. Yeah, get Dan Paris. Oh, and we got Dan. We must have had a tryout because we wouldn't no, have we known didn't have, Dan we Paris. We didn't have a tryout, but I think we needed some more guys and however they filled it, they filled it. Okay. 
So Chris Harris lived down Chris the street Harris. from me. Absolutely. That was the center we went guy. He was yeah. a big dude, and yeah. we'd play in my backyard all the time. Um, he was he was known for being aggressive, for grabbing rebounds. And falling down and in every shot. Falling down <laughs> all the time. All the time. Uh, and we always just sort of tacked it up as like, he's new to basketball. Yeah. Um, Dan Paris was good. Dan Paris was really yeah, good. Yeah, he was really good. Why didn't... And CC? CC. He yeah. was on the Heat? Yeah. Oh, yes. The Heat were legit. So me, you, McCollum, Nick, Nick. Wheels, yeah. CC, Dan Paris, Chris, Chris Harris. Harris. Yeah. Not Chris Moore. Was Chris Moore on the Heat? I don't think so. I think he was on one of our CYO teams, okay. Holy Cross. Um... Oh man, the Heat were legit. Yeah. And not, you know, I had Ryan on here and we talked about the Heat uniforms. Oh, that was the best. I mean, it was just the best. We thought, and we didn't. I don't feel like we played just CYO. We must have played a Springfield League too. Yeah. So we had so like a, a Park and Rec Springfield League and CYO. Yeah. So we had we had both. But I also don't remember that team winning a championship of any sort. I don't think we did. I don't think we did. But I know we were good. I know I'll stand by. Yeah, I think that we were very good at that point in the city. I think you know we beat the teams we should have, and then there were some teams that were just a lot better than us. Yeah, I guess running up against like Dunbar. Yeah, I mean that was probably the thing. Was like, you, like you know, <laughs> probably Dunbar was has James G, Kevin Freeman, Haskell Kennedy. I mean, like Lavar, Lavar. Yeah, like Lavar shooting Cornelius. Half court. Yeah, Cornelius I mean, like, was my favorite of all like, of them, really. We were good basketball players, but we aren't. We're not hanging with them. Yeah, um, but man, the Heat. Now, I what one thing I don't remember is like, of those three coaches, like who took the lead in games. I, I was trying to think about that, and I honestly don't know. I mean, your dad has the most basketball knowledge, I would say. Yeah, maybe, but he's he's in and out. Yeah, no, for sure, but. Um, <laughs> And Josh's dad is, is obviously knows the game, but I, I can't. I'm sure him. when Josh's dad spoke, we listened. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm sure when Ray spoke, we're we 44 all... and we still yeah, do we it. still do. <laughs> but I could see Bob McCollum being the one that laid into us a little. Oh bit yeah, no, for sure. If we needed it, but I don't really remember who took the lead. I, I just don't remember, remember the pictures with all three of them. I know, in it. I know, and it's such like an odd grouping of people. Yeah, it's like what brought these three men together? Yeah, well, we did, but. And where was your dad? Why wasn't your dad and coaching? Dad, dad, I'm not much of a basketball guy. He didn't, uh, he didn't get the game of basketball very well, and uh, just would just scream and holler at the refs all the time. Oh was, well, he was the best at yeah, that. He, he had was, the loud, booming voice that could carry through anything. There would have been a lot of technical fouls if your dad was on a bench. Oh, for sure, um, for sure. All right, so now we're up to eighth grade. So before we move up to high school, there's a couple things we got to talk about. First of all, there. We're not going to do much Nathan Bill talk here because there is going to be a My Tribe podcast oh, where we name our our first and second team all Nathan Bill. So that it's got to be that's getting its own. That's yeah. getting its own. But I do want to point out a group of people. Yeah, that'll time. be a group. It'll be a panel, um, and and maybe that should be coming soon. But um, but my backyard. Yeah. My absolutely. backyard was a tiny court, but we used to play four on four. Absolutely. You have to step back and call two. Yep. Um, I remember half days at Kylie. Yeah. There'd be like 40 kids in the backyard. Oh, yeah. By the way, it was the neighbor's backyard. Yeah, it's my right, current yeah, backyard. Yeah, yeah. But growing up, it wasn't our it backyard. It wasn't your backyard. It was no. the next door neighbor. Um, 
Any memories from my backyard growing up? No, I mean, I think we, we played some hard, hard games back there. Um, you know, I think that most people can see my competitiveness yeah. and my, <laughs> I don't know how to say it, but uh, how intense I am. Yep. Um, whereas they don't realize that you have that same intensity and same, you know, desire to win that I do. I just have always shown it a lot more than you have. Yeah. Um, that's the one thing I always respected about you and your game was that 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 was there. Mm-hmm. And you hit it better than me. Yeah, but I was it's gonna still say, I there. can That's, hide it. Yeah, I can you know, hide it. One reason why we got along at age five and twenty-five and forty-four yeah. is that it's there. Yeah. Um. So for sure, that that, that was something. And I just remember, you know, playing Nick back there and yeah. Josh. I mean, we always just had some battles. Yeah. Just out and out battles back there. Yeah, it would, we would be pissed. Oh yeah. Like, and then you'd play another game and you'd be mad again. Oh yeah. And then like. Uh, yeah, that was, and I, I'll say, like, at Nathan Bill, we got good at playing full court. But I think our game benefited from playing a lot of time on that tiny court. Yeah. Um, I think I learned how to dribble better because there was no space. I think you learned how to get, like, the most out of yourself. Like, Absolutely. the best thing I can do right now is set a screen. Absolutely. The best thing I can do right now is get a rebound put back. Yep. Um, and, I yeah, I definitely think that. I guess I wouldn't have said this an hour ago, but now that we're talking about it, there was probably some benefit to oh, no. playing cramped. <laughs> playing on that little court, you, every yeah. step you took, you had to, it had to be with a purpose. Like, you, there was no wasted motion on that court. Yes, exactly. It's where Nick developed his killer cross. <laughs> yes. He did the double crossover oh. before Tim Hardaway. <laughs> uh, he invented it. I, I stand by that. Um, <laughs> all right, so then the other court that must be mentioned is your court, which was... Yeah significantly smaller yes um good for shooting around as one person yep and then there was always the day when you would get a new hoop yeah and it would be adjustable yeah and it would it would be like it would be like uh in anchorman news team assemble yeah only you wouldn't be the one calling it yeah oh yeah it would be one of it would be nick ryan or wheels yep realizing you had a new hoop and being like assemble yeah it it was the scariest thing ever because (laughs) ryan used to get a new hoop and immediately within two days it would be broken ripped down or something two days so when i got it like it was like the holy grail and i'd be like you know and it was you know had a a breakaway rim and all that stuff but i'd be like no hanging on the rim like no no hard dunking like nothing nothing um and the hoop is still there yeah it's still there i mean (laughs) but it caused many of fights because i would yell at people oh you had to though you had to and and i don't even i don't even think it's wrong but like mccullum and these guys would try to shack oh shack every hoop they ever had they'd rather shack a hoop than like have a hoop yeah right (laughs) Um, like, I would have gotten murdered if my parents came home after getting the hoop and it yeah, was shat. it was shat. <laughs> like, Snoot came one time to play with oh, us. Oh, God. And I was like, dude, I was like, you got to take it easy on this You got to lay like, up. Like, just, just nothing hard. <laughs> nothing hard, please. Tap board, please. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, we're playing at nine and a half today just because you're here. Yes, yeah. Which was ha- I was happy with. I would have played on <laughs> ten every time. I was terrible at the little hoops. Um <laughs> But yeah, it was always really fun uh, when we would stop from all the other basketball we played and just get a mini ball. And, oh, mini ball, mini hoop, and just, oh, and so great. feel like we were in the NBA yeah. in your house. Yeah, uh, absolutely. 
Yeah, I, so it's the same hoop that mm-hmm. was still there it's when you. Still there, I didn't realize yeah. that. I thought for sure it broke once or twice. No, nope. wow. No, nope. same one. Wow, good work. And you hid that from everybody at Nathan Bill. Oh, I because that would have been the other thing. Oh, they would have yeah. been there anytime. <laughs> oh man. Um. All right. So we get so so we always think we're going. Did you ever think you're going to Cathedral? Yeah, I, I really George want, went to Cathedral. My brother went there. I really wanted. I was a ball boy for Cathedral when I was growing up, and I really wanted to play there. Um, and it just didn't work out. Um, was told at a yeah earlier age that it not the spot. So me playing at Cathedral wasn't going to happen. So we yeah. had to. Me and you got a similar message, which yeah. was fine. Yeah, I know. I wanted to go to Central. Yeah, um, didn't get in there at first, and that's when we discovered Long Meadow. So so this is about hoops. So. So we get to Longmeadow, yeah. me, you, Nick, and Wheels. Yeah. We that's the whole crew, right? Yeah. We had Jenny Lambert as well, but I'm talking yeah. about basketball. And so yeah. we get to Longmeadow. Um, when I get to Longmeadow, that was this this the September after I went to AAU Nationals in Yakima, Washington. Correct. Yeah. So that was like the huge moment for me. Yeah. And I get to Longmeadow High School thinking I'm pretty good at hoops, but also still being four foot four. Uh, anyways, and then we get, we, we have tryouts. Yeah. Our first, like, I mean, a lot of, I remember 40 kids. Oh, there was out. a ton. There was a ton of kids and, and good quality kids too. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of ballers. And I remember back then there was, you know, the fact that Snoot got to like move up to the varsity tryouts was a huge deal. Yeah. I mean, me and you run these now. We always bring a handful of, yeah. excuse me, a handful of freshmen up. But back then it wasn't like that. No. Um, all right. So, Charlie Mannheim. Man, the myth, the legend. And an, a, another guy that impacted us and is still out there, Absolutely. which is awesome. Um, I have his grandkids in school, and they're great kids. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what do you remember about tryouts? Your tryouts was really stressful. Yep. You know, um, we had been through some tryouts and. You know, we always come out on top, but we were in a new community, and, and stuff was just different there. And yep. we, you know, we tried out, but the game that they were playing was a lot different than the game that we played. That's right. Um, You're right. You know, they, they, it was slow pace, slow, and you know, yeah. grinded out, back people down yeah. type stuff, and that wasn't how we played. No, we wanted to run. We wanted to run and 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 go, and and they didn't do that, and. You know, tryouts is tough because you have 40 freshmen trying out. So, you know, your squad is could not be good. Yeah. And, I mean, that's what happened to Nick. Yeah. You know, uh, I think about when I go through tryouts, I think about Nick every year where I'm like, i got to make sure I mix up these teams so they can get a, a proper assessment of guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nick, Nick's story is that he was on a team with some guys that, that, you know, weren't the best. And so he was the only one that could dribble. So he, <laughs> during tryouts, he kept bringing the ball up every time. And, you know, when he didn't make the team, you know, the coach said that, you know, he didn't need another point guard. He had yeah. enough point guards. And Nick was like, well, I'm a power forward. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> oh, unfortunately, man. that was the end of Nick's basketball oh, career. It's the worst ending. Um, oh, it's the worst ending. And he found out on the list. That was back in the days of oh, the yeah, list the, is posted. The, the list on the gym door. Oh, I mean... You and I have to do a lot of individual meetings, yeah, yeah. because for a lot of decades that list yeah. caused a lot of trauma. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, 
you know, we played good in that tryout, but it was one of those things with so many kids, you, you never know. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. And you're that close to just your. Yeah. Because it also felt like, I could be wrong, but like, when you and I run varsity tryouts now, like, the whole coaching staff is involved yes. in varsity picks, JV picks, freshman picks. Yeah. But if I recall, that was just, just Mannheim. Yep, that was just Charlie. Coach Mannheim. Yeah. Like, Cogs wasn't around no, helping no. with that. He was that. driving home to yeah. Otis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, he wasn't waiting around to watch a freshman play. Oh, man. Um, so, we made it. Wheels made it. Yeah. Nick got gypped. Yeah. But all right. And then we had, uh, let's go through some other guys. We had Justin Looney. Yeah. Jeff Kirstein. Kevin yeah. Hennessy. Gary Birdie. Gary Bird. Oh, our man. Whoops. Yeah. Gary Birdie. Um, man. I'm trying to think. Who else? Who are we forgetting? Schwarzkopf was. Uh, or no. Anyway, that that's yeah. who I remember right off the top. But um, we had a good squad. Yeah, no, we had we a good. Did. I think we had Absolute. a good record too. Do yeah, I know we're it? sixteen and three or sixteen yeah. and two? Like yeah, we had a good year. Yeah, we had a really good year. Charlie Mannheim ran the famous offense, 41, oh. run it. Oh, man. Four, hey, four out, one in. Well, four out it, with a high post. He was ahead of his time. He was way ahead of his time. He just had a lot of rules. And we were so against all of the rules. I mean, we uh. played with such freedom growing up and played at Nathan Bills so much. And just this was so foreign to us, this UCLA pass and cut and fill. And uh. it was painstaking. It was painstaking. You know, like 91. You remember 91? 91 to kill time. Kill time on the clock. We must not have had a shot clock. No. Um, but I will. Rem I do remember the big breakthrough that I attribute to you and I was our fast breaks yeah. and you taking off and me throwing you loopy passes yeah. just over the defense. And then... And at first, it was oh, like counterculture. I was oh, coming yeah. off the bench oh, yeah. on the freshman team. Yeah. You might have been starting right I was, away. I started early. But... Yeah, I was coming off the bench, and then eventually I was moved into the starters. But um, but that was not um, – that that fast break was not his thing. No. But we converted him. Yeah. We converted him. Yeah, no, he, he talks about it all the time, you know, to other basketball people that we brought it into him. That that was just something he was not comfortable with. And because of us and the way we ran it, um, he did it throughout the rest of his career. Yeah, yep. He, you know, I, I remember him just ended up doing drills where there's like a guy with their hand up and you have to throw a full court yeah. pass like yeah. off the dribble. Yeah. Um, so we did. We got him there. We got him there. Um, and... Uh, I, I have fond memories of freshman year. Oh, I, I remember... I, my ego took a hit that I didn't even get a whiff of JV after playing on the Western Mass AAU team. They didn't even give us an opportunity. To. No, no. It um, just was a different time where, you know, freshmen played freshmen, sophomores played JV, yeah. juniors and seniors played varsity, and that's yep. just how it was. That's right. That's right. Um, um, but it turned out to be a really fun season, and Justin Looney oh, yeah. was great to play with, and rest in peace to our friend Jay Loons. Um but all right, so that's freshman year. So sophomore year, Coach Reed is JV. Yeah. Um, if I recall correctly, I started half and half. Yes. I played half and half for five games, and then I moved up to varsity full-time after five games. And I hated you playing half and half. <laughs> it used to make me so mad. What do you mean? Well, because you'd play half a game, and we would play good and be winning, mm. and then the, then you'd go in the locker room with the varsity, 
and then we'd lose. And I'm a, you know, uber competitive person, so I'm like, yeah. get the kid out of the locker room and get him back here so we can win this game, <laughs> you know, and not looking at the bigger picture, even though I was yeah. rooting for you to do stuff on varsity, but I'm like, and I want to win this game, like, you, you can't take him after yeah. half a game, yeah. you know? Yeah, it was, that's always weird. You and I know that as coaches, it's, it's yeah. still weird, um, but... Um, and then you ended up getting moved up to varsity that year too, right? I did. At the end of the year, I got pulled up for the playoffs, which was a really big point for me because I had a, I had a really good JV season, because um, you were got pulled up. Justin Looney was in that half and half, got pulled up par, por, portion. So, um, you know, I was kind of on JV with some other guys and took a, a scoring role and a leadership role and 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 had a really good season on my own. And that was uh, that. Those kind of years are important too, like you said, to have to take on the leadership. And Absolutely, the scoring it and... was such a good thing. Without that year and being like that, I, I could have never had the success later on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Coach Reed, he's still out there doing his oh, thing. He's, yeah, he's, you know, the good uh, dude. We might there might have been some moments where we wanted to play <laughs> differently, but uh, he stuck with it. Did a nice job. Um, Wheels was on that team as well. He was. Um, Gary Birdie, what, did he go straight to varsity sophomore year? I think at the beginning he was like a half and half guy, okay. and then I think at some point he got pulled up. Yeah, because he was so athletic. Yeah. Um, and so, all right, so that year for varsity, I think sophomore year was the, the, the shot that got me fully in the program was the scoop shot against Cathedral, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, that was sophomore year, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um, to win at Cathedral... Um, Snoot playing well, D'Alessio playing well. Yep. I, I hit the crazy scoop shot. Yeah, over under Rory Neal, not over. Yeah, yeah. definitely not over. Not over. under <laughs> under Rory Neal. That was sort of my intro to like, oh okay. Uh, but what happened in the playoffs that year? So we ha we didn't have a good year on varsity. We were I think we were five and fifteen or six and fourteen on varsity our sophomore year, but we came we were second in the league. So we got Were the, we that low in yeah. our record? Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. So we Was that the Chris Looney year? Yes. Yes. Where he all of a sudden got really good? He was he got hot and just was just shooting. Just, yeah, it just was, was great and then, But did he leave? He went on the school trip <laughs> to Spain and back then they had a rule that if you missed for every practice you missed, you missed a game. So did we go to Holyoke? Yes. We, in the playoffs. We played at Holyoke. Without Chris Looney? Without Chris Looney. He sat next to me the whole night on the bench, and he was <laughs> very upset. And I was like, put him in the game. Like, yeah. Because we didn't end up losing by a lot, and they were stacked. They were stacked, yeah. And and Snoot had a big... Rob Sisson. Yeah. Um, Wilfredo Cabrera, Joey Reyes, yep. Larry, Larry Gilbert, Gilbert. and yep. then Eddie and Cedric like, yeah, they were stacked. in the wings. Um, but we played them great that night. I think Snoot had a big game. I think you and Jay, I'm, I'm sure he did. Yeah, yeah, for us to be in the game. Um, Jeremy David played good. You know what Jeremy I mean? Jeremy David, inventor of the go up on your toes shot yeah. fake. Yeah. Slowest shot fake of yeah. all time, but it was money. Yeah. So, yeah, we should name some other players. Mario Price Mario, on that team. Mario, oh, yeah. Our, our man, my guy, Evan Levine. Yeah. Jay Heaps, the world's most athletic person ever absolutely um, billy cullinan billy cullinan yeah lacrosse guy that was good at hoops yeah uh 
Yeah, it was a good squad. That was, was that was probably an important game for us too, because obviously the next year we had a great run. So it really uh, was. I think that whole playoff run was really important to the crew just to get another week and a half of practice. Yeah. And get all of that time together, and I, I think it really propelled us the next year. For yeah. Sure. And there was no Roland Bryant sophomore year, right? No, no, Roland was not okay, there yet. Was he was not. He did not show up yet. <laughs> oh man. Um, that, there must have been other seniors on that team. I'm forgetting. Uh, it couldn't have been just Chris Looney. Uh, I feel I don't yeah I don't know. But, but anyways, Brian I, Washington was on the team. Brian Washington was but on. He the wasn't team. a senior. Be Wash. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a good squad. All right, so our junior year, we're both on varsity right from the jump. Yeah. Um, that's the that's the Kevin Freeman year. He must have had 500 points that year. I think I he mean, probably had more than that. Yeah, I mean he got a thousand in three years. So. I'm yeah. sure senior. I'm sure his junior year, he he had the most. Um, all right, so junior year. Now Wheels is on varsity too. Yeah. Yep. Right. So yep. me, you, and Wheels really sticking with it together. Yeah. Really sticking with it together. And um, and we were good. What was our record that year? Twenty and two. Oh my God, were we that good? Twenty and three, something like that. Yeah. Jeez. Um, feel like we had some battles like Chicopee, maybe. Yeah. Um, and. Um, oh, we had some incredible bat. The Chickabee game at. Where's the place they play like the youth games now? DuPont. Yeah. That was like an afternoon over break, like double overtime game. That was just like an incredible game. Yeah, that was. They had the kid. I think the kid ended up. They had a really good scorer. I think he ended up passing away like Chris in a Therese. tragic car yeah, accident, right? Accident, yeah. yeah. Um, he was really good. He was really good. Me and Josh got him to foul out. Did you? Yeah, because we were screen like this was nineteen ninety five, so this is a a different time in the basketball world. So there was a lot more talking that went on. Yeah. With the referees and you know, they just let a lot a lot of stuff go. Um so, you know, during the game Chris was a big guy and you know, he was really good and, and Josh and I were the you know, ninth and tenth man in an eight man rotation. So we weren't gonna play. Yeah. Um so we were trying to impact the game any way we could and so we were just <laughs> yelling at this kid the whole game and then ended up in like double overtime. He had four fouls and he scored and he went by us and said something. <gasps> and the ref was right there and called a T on him and that was his fifth foul. Oh my God, I did not remember oh, yeah. that. And Josh and I were so excited because we're like, we finally did something yeah. to contribute. You know, like, this, is, this is the biggest contribution we made all year. Um, and I remember Gary Birdie going behind the back at half court to like seal the game. Yes! Yeah. Like, he that did. Was, yeah. Like, at a time when he shouldn't have had no, the ball. No, he shouldn't have had the ball. And, and if he, he had, he shouldn't have dribbled. There's no way he should have been dribbling. No way he should have dribbled. Yeah. Um, and you're totally right. Yeah. I wonder, I'm trying to picture who the lineup must have been at that moment, but I'm assuming I was in, but I might not have been. But no, it was, he, it was an end-of-game situation, so my I would say it was you, Jay, Snoop, Billy. Billy, and then Gary had and to then be in. Birdie was yeah. in in that moment. Because they were so big, we had yeah. to have big guys. Because Chris Therese was probably six, four, six, five. Jay, Jay Fay. Yeah. You know, like, so you had to match their size a little bit. So. Yeah. Jay Fay. Oh, yeah. shout out Jay Fay. Yeah. Best post player ever. His kids play now. Yeah, and they good. play in the post. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> they're good. They're good. <laughs> or at least I think I've seen one of them playing in the post. Um, 
So so that year we go on our junior year. That's good. the year. Oh, that's the year. Yeah. So that's the best. It it was the could best. Could we be time. in the quarters? I don't I don't remember the quarters. I remember the semifinals. We beat Amherst. We killed them at the Civic Center. Yeah. And it was just like the coolest experience to play at the Civic Center. Yeah. You know, like Springfield guy, like it just was awesome. And yeah, we had been going to the Civic Center forever. Forever. We went to all those games. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and you know we were out there and we played and we killed Amherst. Um, hey, but we must point out, shout shout Nino, <laughs> Nino who played a lot for that Amherst team had that through the legs. Yes. Full court pass. Yes. That. The next day, I think it was Gary Brown, like, wrote, like, an article on just his pass. <laughs> just his pass. Um, so, yeah. But we did beat Amherst. I think it was, like, by 16 or 18. Yeah. It we w- took care of business that it, night. It wasn't close because I know I played a lot in the fourth quarter. And, like, <laughs> you know, my job and on that team, like, literally I was the ninth man in the eight-man rotation. And I only went in if, if Kevin got in foul trouble or was late for the bus or something like that. Yeah. That was the only way I ever went in. Yeah, because um, I was his backup, so yeah. that was that was that it was for a that. tough spot. Yeah, that was a <laughs> real tough spot. Junior year, Snoot's backup. <laughs> real that tough spot. Thirty seconds on a big night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He needed a break. I'll go in. And we'll never forget. I should point out that was the year that we come. We're already really good, and we show up at a practice, and suddenly there's a six-six kid oh from one of the Carolinas yep. named Roland Bryant. Yeah, and he's at the practice. And we're like, who is this? Yeah. And Cogs is like, he's new. He just transferred here. Oh, my God. We're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> the greatest luck ever. like Ever. It doesn't happen to no. us. We've been coaching a long time. Yeah. 18 years of coaching. You don't get six no. foot six yeah. transfers mid-year from Carolina. Yeah. Here I am to play. Yeah, what? <laughs> and then he wasn't back senior year. No, he had left again. He, he left again. <laughs> and he had... Before we summarize the Western Mass Finals, he had one of the best lines ever. When in the locker room, I forget, Wheels must have been cracking yeah, on him Yeah, Wheels or was giving him the business about something. <laughs> and Roland said, I don't like you, Wheels. <laughs> it was definitely the funniest thing. I don't, I don't like you, Wheels. <laughs> that was the best. Oh, my God. All right, so Western Mass Finals, we get our rematch with Hoyoke, who knocked us out the year before. Um, they may have been reigning champs. Did they win two with Robert Sisson? I, I feel like they must have, but I maybe don't know not. If they did. Maybe not. Um, all right, so we play Hoyoke. What do you remember from that game? I remember playing. It was the most fans I've ever seen in the Springfield Civic Center. Yeah. Like you know, normally you can like look up and find your parents or whatever. And yeah. Like, I just remember being layup line, being like, I can't see anybody. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. Walls of people. Like oh, it my was God. sold out. Yeah. Like, and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, I hope I don't have to go into this game. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is not going to go well. And, um, yeah, and they were so good, but we oh, were yeah. good. Did we hang yeah. with them? We hung with them for a while. I mean, I don't think it was as close as, like, I think we're down like six or eight at the end. Yeah. Um, but- so it wasn't like a last possession, um, we still had a chance type no, thing. But no. But it wasn't. They never ran off. No, they um, never got away from us. But we, we. Just, I don't think we were ever really that close. Yeah. And with Kevin getting hurt. So Kevin, Kevin, did he leave in an ambulance? Yeah. 
you left in the ambulance. With how much time left? Uh, There's a couple minutes left because I had to go in for him because he went off in the ambulance. And, uh, you know, if you remember about that year, we ran this play called Lancer, and it was our only play. We ran it a thousand times it, a game. It was a thousand times a game, and it was a play for Kevin to come off a screen and then get another screen. Yeah. And I remember like it was yesterday and, you know, getting in the huddle after Kevin leaves and me in the game and Jay Heap saying, do not fucking shoot the ball. <laughs> <laughs> and me looking at him and being like, it's the farthest thing that yeah, I would ever want to do right now. Like, I'm just trying to, to not look like an idiot out here. Uh, yeah, it's just, that sounds... Well, Jay Heaps was the most competitive person I ever, ever met. Ever. Ever met. More than me, yep. more than you, Absolutely. more than Snoop. Yep. He was the most competitive person I ever met, so I can see him saying that. Yeah. And, uh, oh, man, what a game. So what what happened in the stands? Something happened in the stands. The mascots got in a fight. Like a real fight. Yeah, they were supposed to be fake fighting, and then it got into a real fight. And <laughs> it, it was just a weird night. And when Kevin got hurt, the, uh. ambu- the ambulance wasn't there because the ambulance had taken the mascot from oh my God, the really? to the hospital. So oh, then they had to wait for another ambulance. So the game was like delayed, and it was just it was just a weird situation. Uh, you know, uh. like, but it was such a it was such a great season. You know, it, it didn't end the way we wanted it to, but. You know, I learned so much about so many things that season. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, that was an incredible. And, and for Longmeadow to get to the D1 Western Mass Finals was, was huge. That was a big deal. That was not normal. Um, and I do remember after that game, we all slept at Jay Heaps' yeah. house yeah, in his basement. Been, yeah. uh, and Kev, Snoop made it back. He did. He got out of the hospital and came over there. He did. Uh, he did. So we had a fun night. And that's when Wheel said to him, oh, yeah, you can come to the sleepover, but thanks for bailing out on us during the game. <laughs> Could have used you in the last three minutes. Wheel said that. Yeah. yeah. The typical Wheel fashion, you know. Oh, like, I don't like you, Wheel. Yeah. Thanks for bailing out on us in the Western Mass oh, Finals, buddy. Oh, my God. <laughs> keeping it real. Yeah. Wheel's keeping it real. Um, yeah, that was a heartbreak, but that was um, and and at the time we thought we would still have Kev the next year. Yeah, we were so we were, we were like, we're gonna be right yeah, back here. Right. Like we got another shot yeah. at this. Like little did we, we know, got Rowan was, Bryant, we got yeah, Kevin yeah, Kevin, that's we got right. Side, we got yeah. Gary Birdie. Yeah, like they're all six five, six six. Yeah, fine. Looney was yeah, Looney was really had become good. a D one lacrosse yeah. athlete at that time. Yeah, yeah. Little did we know, Roland would disappear. Yeah. And Snoot would get recruited to go play with Tim Thomas. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was... Um, all right, so senior year, Snoot's gone. Yeah. He tries to come back on the eve of tryouts, yeah. but... It didn't work. It didn't work. Fine. And so uh, then we have the, the newbies, the, the juniors. So we have me, you, Wheels, yeah. Justin Looney, yeah. uh, Nick Martinelli. Yeah. Nick Martinelli. Dan Fenton. Dan Fenton. Oh my yeah. God! Yeah, he was good. Yeah, yeah, he was. He, he had played. like funky guard games. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then we had our my boy, my boy Taylor Blinn. Taylor. I saw him at AAU in the last month. I've seen Taylor Blinn That's on the crazy. AAU circuit with his kid. Crazy. Um, and we had Chris George. Chris George. Yeah. And by Dexterous, Chris George. Yeah. Ben Friedenson. Ben Friedenson. Yeah, he was strong down yeah, low. Big dude. Um. Yeah. So all right. So. That year, we had all right. So, 
Now we're fighting to make playoffs, right? Like, yeah, now we're, we're in a whole different world than yeah. we were the year before. The year before, we were always ranked one or two and the best team around and, you know, like sold out places. Yeah. And, you know, now we're... You know, scrapping. Yeah. Now it's we're a, scrapping. Nino's putting it on us. Oh, Nino's, <laughs> Nino's putting us. it on oh, us. Oh, man. <laughs> Nino's just killing us. Nino and coming Nate off Adams. screens from Jacoby. Like, yeah. Come on. Like, yeah. Yeah, Jacoby, who's yeah. a famous son of person now. He's like, kill me with screens for Nino. Oh, Jacoby. Uh, maybe I'll try to get Jacoby to listen to this yeah, podcast for we'll Give him a shout out. For a shout out with his high socks. Yeah. He brought back the high yeah. socks. Shout out to Jacoby for bringing back the high socks. <laughs> um, all right, so I, if I don't, if I recall correctly, we went 13 and 7. Yeah. Any highlights you remember or lowlights? Yeah, no, I mean, we had a good year. We beat the teams we were supposed to, and we lost the teams we had no chance of beating. You know what I mean? We, were, we weren't we were a great basketball team, um, but we you know, we did what we needed to do. We had some great battles with Chickabee, great battles. Agawam was pretty good that year, so yeah. we had some like overtime games with them. Yeah, and, like, it was hard fought. Our crowds always were still good from the year before. I don't know if they didn't realize we weren't as good, but they. I, I just remember, you know, feeling like the crowd was always there with us and like you know it was a it was a great situation that year yeah you know love to win more games and have more success well we were 13 and 7 though right? yeah yeah oh yeah is that right yeah because now that we're varsity coaches like i would sign on 13 and 7 like any time yeah absolutely uh yeah so i remember um all right i remember the cathedral game Great. Because yeah. me and you both wanted to put it on Cathedral. Yeah, and we did. And we did. And Ryan, and we, Ryan we was walloped them, right? We, we killed them, and they were ranked like one or two in the Mass Live ranking. And that were they? A, that was, it was not even the Mass Live. It was the newspaper ranking. All right. And we we took it to them pretty hard. Yeah, and Ryan was always talking about Reuben Bush. Oh, Reuben Bush. Reuben Bush. <laughs> so Reuben Bush was a good player, but great, great we got player. him that night. We got we, got, we, we got him that night, and um, you know, we exercised some demons that night. Yeah, we sure um, did. Uh, there was some added motivation for us, and we took it out on them, and that was that was one of the best games you and I both had. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the newspaper clipping, I'm sure. Yeah. You know. And I remember, um, I also remember a good game with Central. Like we lost in overtime. We lost in overtime. I believe. I think I had yeah. a half court shot to win it that I missed. Yeah. Um, but that was us versus G and Dwayne Early. Dwayne had a big dunk and Dwayne baseline. had a big dunk. Yeah. Um But we, we took him to overtime. Yeah, we, we fought took with Central him. Yeah. overtime. I mean like we, we had no business being in that game. Yeah. Like. Um What other game? I'm trying to think of other games. That you're right about Aguam. I don't remember the details, but they had a they had a crafty point guard. Yep. Yep. They just um, had guys that could play and they played hard. Um Chickabee, we had a couple battles with. You know, Northampton, we had that great game in Northampton that... Um, oh, where Nick went where over Nick the scores jumped over table because the, the crowd came at me. The, the crowd tried to attack you. And they gave us a police escort yeah. to our bus, which yeah. was like down those stairs. Yeah. And my girlfriend got started with, they yeah. got messed with. <laughs> yeah, that was good. We were, that was a fun night. That was a big win over my boy, John Gleason. Yeah. Lives at the Cape in Mashpee now. Nice. Yeah, I see him nice. in the summer. Yeah, to 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 an opposing. His kid's good at basketball too. I would not shock. And his son's a great golfer. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah we were in a lot of games that year. That was a really fun year. Um, it was, you know, what I mean, and you and I have always had the, the 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 sense of the moment, and that was definitely a three month span where we really had a great sense of, like, you really had to enjoy this situation. 
Like you had to look around and smell the roses and like really enjoy what we were doing. We were doing it together and it, you know, it really was a great three months of life. Yeah. That's well, it's really well said. I totally agree with that. It really was a good three months of life. Yeah. Um, and you averaged double digits. Yeah, yeah. If I'm not mistaken. 10 points, 10 rebounds. That's crazy. I was the, the most inconsistent high school basketball player ever. I hate myself. <laughs> I'd have 21 night and zero the next. And uh, no rhyme or reason for it. Uh, um, yeah, that was a great year. And uh, all right, two things I need to add before we move on to coaching. But one is three years of varsity games your dad must have won the 50-50 raffle. Yeah, because he would buy... 20 times? Yeah, because he'd buy $50 worth, and <laughs> like they sold $5 other than him, so he'd always win. And then he would always, always donate it back. It back. Yeah. yeah. It was the best. It was the best. Ah, oh, I love that man. And um, the other thing is senior year. I would be remiss to not give you a shout-out on your ball screens. Yeah. Because you... I mean, I was I was getting a lot of double coverage Absolutely. and or against good teams. You know, Nate Adams, Cedric mm-hmm. Washington. I was getting yeah. guys were in me. And, you know, you didn't do it every play, but every once in a while you'd say, I'm coming. Yeah. I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> Bring them to the right. Yeah, we, and we destroyed some guys. I know oh, we, you. we got Cedric one time really good. It's yeah. the best screen I've ever sent in my yeah. life. Cedric's a man. He went on to like yeah. break rushing records yeah. at BC, didn't and he? And we caught him on a good one. Yeah. And um, it was clean. It was nothing Yeah, dirty. all your screens you, were no, really clean. No. No, I'm really mean, I, clean. At but a, at an early age, I knew that there was a time where you might need a screen, so yeah. I got good at it and oh, set people up. I mean, I used to love though when we walk into a gym and they'd look at us and they'd be like, "Oh, these guys stink," and they're yeah. gonna press us, and I'd be like, "Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go down to the other end and put my hand up, and you're gonna throw me the ball. I'm gonna oh. lay it in. It's gonna be two nothing. Oh, and if God. you want to press us all night, you're gonna be down real fast. Yeah, we yeah, and, and we were hard to press. That's, you couldn't I press agree. us, and we we. In my whole life growing up, we never had a press break. No. There was no press break. It was give you the ball. Uh, and I, I knew to give you the ball, and I'm going down to the hoop, and I'm going to get it back. Yeah. You know, uh, it, was, it was great. It was really good. Yeah, I should say before we move on from our playing days that our bread and butter was you just, you would get a rebound, hit me, and you'd yeah. still beat the rest of the team yeah. down the court because you would know if you just sprinted. All I had to do I was, was throwing it yeah. out and you were getting a layup. I was fat and slow, but I knew that <laughs> oh, you I were, could. Oh, you ran so hard, though. I would run my ass off, and I just knew that if I could get to the right spot and put my hand up, the ball was going to be there. Yeah. And it was great. I you mean, would. You'd put, like, one yep. hand up. And uh, the ball would just hit my hand, and I'd get the layup, miss it, get my own rebound, lay it in. <laughs> um, but, no, that was that was always great. I mean, I, our senior year, I could just tell coming down the court, whether you were going to shoot or not and i could just go in and get inside position on a rebound in case you missed yeah and be there and it was an awesome situation yeah i mean that was something that you know my year of jv not playing with you really made me appreciate having you there (laughs) you know uh well that was that was fun man so that's like age five or six up till age 18 yeah that we played a lot of basketball together and we we also played a lot separate i mean you became a scholarship baseball player along the way and and i did all the aau stuff but um man we were definitely each other's uh foundation so um all right that's 1996 we graduate i go to wheaton you go to louisville then you have the famous phone call 
little dog, this is big dog, don't call me at this number no more because I'm, I'm coming, coming home. home. Yeah, that was... Drove, you drove straight home from yeah. Louisville. 17 hours straight. Yeah. Uh, one of the best messages I ever received <laughs> on my college dorm room phone. Um, and imagine if like Pete answered and then I know I would I, be lost forever. I'd be lost forever. And instead I've memorized the message. <laughs> Little dog, this is big dog. Don't call me on this phone no more because I'm coming oh, home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, then you had your great career at AIC. So, all right. So we, we go our separate ways basketball wise. And then I move back to the area and my first year I go for the long middle varsity job. I don't get it. Mr. Deary convinces me, I'm glad he did, to be assistant coach to the guy who got it over me, uh, Aaron Patterson, fantastic mm-hmm. coach. Mm-hmm. Um, that first year, I just do varsity assistant. Yep. You're, but you're probably starting to wonder. You're probably starting to see, oh, yeah. look at this. I think for the first time in a, in a few years, I came to some games. Yep, I'm you sure. Know, and we talked about the team and like, yeah. what this, what that. Yep. So the next year... I take over the JV, mm-hmm. and that's when I hook you. Yeah. I need an assistant. You in. You're in. Here we go. Yeah. And I mean, Nick may have even done the JV book, for all I know. To, to, I'm sure he did. To keep, yeah, yeah, he must he have. You'd have been there anyway. Yeah. Um, all right. So my memory of that is I'm not sure any JV coaches have ever taken JV more seriously than oh, you yeah. and I did. Oh, we, we were way over the top. We were psycho. <laughs> We were psycho. Yeah. But we took a team. All right. So we're not going to get all the names, but we had Mark Kaufman, rest in peace. Yeah. God bless him. Sherm. Uh, Sherm. Pulaski. Dan Pulaski. Oh, big Dan Pulaski yeah. was on that team. Yeah. Um, Scotty Bolak. Yeah. Who, who named, I know it's not after you, but you, do you know what he named his first kid? Yeah. Murph. Yeah, of course. Okay. I, I don't know that it's, it's after, after me. It's definitely after <laughs> you. Like, it's, it's Scotty. Let's be real. It's after Murph. Um, so, um, yeah, and we had a bunch of other kids. We had a good squad. Yeah. But then we, like, really went at them and really wanted to win. Yeah, I just remember that year, you know, I played basketball, but it doesn't necessarily mean I know how to coach basketball. Yeah. And that was a crash course in trying to figure out you know how to teach somebody how to do something yeah and i'm not a teacher i wasn't trained to be a teacher i yeah. run a convenience store yeah um so i remember just being scared shitless yeah like how do i tell this kid what he's you know like all those scenarios that now i take for granted but back then it was a huge deal yeah um and i think about you know we were kids coaching kids you know yeah. i mean we were 26 we were. yeah you know and like yeah. starting our lives but like the kids were great that year. I mean, that was the benefit. Um, the the kids we had were really good kids, and they were as intense as we were. Yeah. You know. We yeah, had, they they were. They were. They, they bought in. Yeah. They totally bought in. Um. Yeah, we finished sixteen and three. Yeah, we had a great season. Um, we had. I remember breaking one board, in a JV halftime speech. Yeah. Um, I remember. Winning a game maybe at Minichog, like on the in buzzer. Yep. Like, did Scotty mm-hmm. Bolak hit yep. a buzzer shot or something? Yes. Um, yes. I remember, I, I, yeah. And I remember, like, we kept saying we need to teach these kids how to win basketball games because yeah. it wasn't necessarily the culture no. in, in Longmeadow. Um, it was off and on. It's always been an off and on culture. But the ones that aren't used to winning a bunch, 
Uh, that's what we were working with. And uh, they really bought in and, and learned to win games. I also remember we'd be on the bus on the way home from a game. And, like, if we won and Varsity lost, we oh, would yeah. still be so happy we won. Yeah, because, you know, like, you're, it's different. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's it, 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 Some Varsity coaches, you know, they know. it's You're excited for your own win, and you might be disappointed the Varsity win. But in the same token, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, so you had to hold in your yeah. joy on the ride home yeah, and you, act miserable. Yeah. But we'd be, like, tapping each other's leg, oh, like, yeah. yo, we got another one. <laughs> um. So that that year was definitely a stepping stone. Um, I was able to develop my head coach voice. You were able yeah. to, like you said, enter the world of coaching in a good way. Um, so then Aaron Patterson leaves yeah. suddenly, right? Yeah. I don't even know that I had to interview. Was I interim for a year? You might have been. I, that was also it, the, the year we you went for Agawam. That's right. I went for Agawam, didn't get it. Didn't get it, yeah. The AD told me it was the best job I ever yep. didn't get. Yep. Um, and then a month or two later, I had the long metal job. Yeah, Aaron Patterson left, and we had the long metal job. Oh, it's amazing. Um, all right, so now you you did not take over JV. You just no. moved right up, no. and we were doing that together. I had no desire to be a head coach. Yeah, that's wanted, right. At that time, you didn't. You're right. You didn't. I wanted to be your assistant coach <laughs> and really was figuring it out and really liked that role. And, yeah. You know, the, the, the closeness you can have to players and the, 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 oh, the non-interaction with parents and yeah. school and all of those other things that you have to worry about. All I had to worry about was was our 12 kids in basketball. Yeah, that's right. And it was, a, I loved it. Yeah. I really loved that job. Yeah. I'd have done that job forever and been a happy guy. <laughs> so that, so that first year, that, so the first year of us being the head varsity coaches was six, seven, right? Yep. So Tommy King, Stephen Feidenkevich, Brandon Daniels. All right. Those were our seniors. That's right. Um, Stephen Feidenkevich, who I just saw recently. Yeah. Did I ever tell you he played in the 16 Lyrics Golf Tournament? Oh, I didn't know He that. was a sponsor nice. of the 16 Lyrics Golf Tournament. His his company, kid. yeah, that he owns and runs. Um, yeah, he was great. He you was, ended his basketball career. I ended his basketball. I did not mention how I stepped in on a scrimmage. So we'd have 10 guys and ended up banging heads with him, and he got a concussion. That was not fair to him. <laughs> that was not fair to him. No. Um, so that year we make the playoffs. Yeah, we have a great We have Donley. We have a great season. We win 13 games. It's just at that point, um, you know, basketball in this area was really good. Yeah. You know, we end up being the sixth seed, which means we get to go to play at Westfield in the playoffs, and Westfield was really good. Wait a minute. I think we played a prelim game, though, first. Um, did we play, did we play like a, I, I feel like we played Chickabee Comp. Oh, yeah, we did play Chickabee Comp. Yeah. That was the game that uh, Dan Pulaski got dunked on by Keith Hart. Oh my god! From the half court out of bounds, and, oh. and and Keith signed the ball and sent it to Long Middle High School. Oh, I did not remember that at like, all. And we at watched all. and we watched the video like fifty times on the way home on your little camcorder. Oh my god! Because it was like an incre- it was just incredible. Like he dunked on a kid with six eight. Like oh. it was just an incredible play. But yes, because that was when you were having Mela. Yeah, I had Mela, and I had to leave the hospital. Yeah. To come coach. Yeah. The Chickabee Comp game. 
all because I was probably like, I'm not doing this by uh, myself. Like, I cannot do this. Well, it was also Mela. She would have understood. Yeah. Oh, right now. She, she was born. She, my, in my defense, she was out. Yeah. She was safe. Yeah. We were in that, like, stay awake mode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I, so we did win a home playoff game. And then, then, then we went, we went to, to Westfield. And yeah. they had the, like, six man or the bomber, whatever. Oh, the crowd was crazy. Oh, they were just, nuts. It just was a... Oh, but we were going against Coach Daly, our guy, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Love oh, Coach yeah. Daly. And they had a great team. Like, they had some really good guards, Nate DeSessa. Yes. Um, and then they had some big guys that just were tough. And we had a really good team, you know, with Nico Sierra, Teddy uh, Baker. So Nico Pat. Sierra, world's greatest rebounder of all time. Absolutely. Teddy Baker went on to be a D1 football player. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was huge. Monstrous. And, yeah, we were young. We were it's really young because Teddy was Nico's. Yeah, age. we only had three seniors. Yeah, and you know we just we we played good that night, but Westfield was better and they yeah. beat us. Um, but it was really good for our guys to get in that situation. I mean, that crowd was crazy. Yeah, like there's a different noise in Westfield when their basketball team's yeah, good and they you're fill right. that gym and they're you're right. screaming and hollering at you. I mean, it's it's a great setting. You're absolutely right. All right, so that brings us to the year yeah. in my career, 2007-2008. Donley's a senior. Donley is – I take it back. The two most competitive people I've ever met yes. are Jay Heaps and, and Pat, Pat Donley. Donley. Absolutely. That, that's, that's what I should have said. Um, so now we have – the Pat Donley's a senior, and the kids that we had on JV two years ago are right. now seniors. Right. Uh, and then we've added – uh, we got Adam Novak. We yeah. have Josh Dambowski. Kyle Smith. Kyle Smith. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had a good squad. Yeah. Yeah. We, they were they were a really smart group of basketball players. Yeah. And and the pieces fit with that group. Yeah. But something, I think it was like 30 seconds left when Donnie yeah. hit the like. It was the shot clock was running down. And something happened. He grabbed the ball and just chucked it up, and it yeah. went in. I remember him shooting it. Yeah, it was. It, I guess it was a chuck, but it was a chuck with a shot form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, yeah, because he's the greatest. Yeah. Oh my God, he nails it. He sends his buddy Berthium packing, yeah. um, and we go in the locker room. I remember. I, I don't think I had ever been that happy in basketball as that night. Yeah, and we go into the locker room, and we get to come out, and we get to scout Central. Yeah, as they destroy West Springfield, and Absolutely. we're and me and you are like, that's it. We're in the finals. It's Central. This is our dream come true. Yeah, let's just see. Let's have the best scout ever on Central. Yeah, and we'll figure out if it's possible. Yeah, and then yeah, we witnessed the greatest game ever. <laughs> the greatest game ever, and we got to watch it while we were in the greatest moods yeah. ever. A hundred percent. Except that we were like, what is going on here? Yeah, it was just an upside down basketball thing. You know, Coach Gerber's a friend of ours, and we had talked to him, you know, throughout the year about like, what do you do versus Central? And, you know, he was like, this is what I'm going to do. And, and he went out and did it. And it was the greatest game plan uh, in Western Mass basketball history. It was. Un- now, he had Joe Raglan. He had yes. the best player yes. in the game. But I'm not even sure we all thought he was the best player in the game before that game. No, you knew he was exceptional. Yeah. But you didn't know you'd be watching him on CBS. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean he he took it to a different level that night and then the, the supporting cast, I mean, 
I don't know how many threes that team hit that night, but I felt like 30 threes. Like, yeah. They just didn't seem to Yeah, miss. our boy. Evan. Evan Walkowitz. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. lefty three. Lefty, right? Yeah. Just lefty threes. Just... And he beat Central's press with a great press break, and it yep. just... It just was an incredible game, and it, it does help that we were in such great moods. But yeah. I just remember sitting in the stands at, at that game, being like, "This is incredible." Yeah, but then as it happens, as much as we liked Gerber, like I feel like for me, when we were going to play Central in the Western Mass Finals, it was a little bit of a no lose situation. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like this team's supposed to beat us by twenty. Absolutely. Let's see what we can do. Mm-hmm. But then when we're playing West Side, it's like, oh my God. Because I had never, we had never when beat he, Gerber at that point. No. He had outcoached us every time. And earlier in that year, they beat the crap out of us yeah. at West Side. And yeah. It was ugly. Yeah. And, and I remember ugly. personally being like, I didn't know what to do yeah. in that game. Like, oh, yeah. one of those coaching games where you, you can act like you knew what you're doing, but yeah, if people ask, but in my head, I'm like, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I had no idea what to like, do. This guy's coaching his ass off. Yeah. And he's yeah. a great coach. <laughs> oh, he is. And, I want to steal some stuff from him. Yeah. Like, yep. So, so we play West Side. We play at the Cage. I think there was about five thousand people there. It was packed. Yeah. It was packed. It was loud. There were student sections under each hoop. Um. Always oh, just madness. It was just madness. Uh. Best night of my basketball career, thanks to the outcome. Yeah. All right. So, we're losing in the first half, and we're sluggish. Yep. Yeah, we're we're having some troubles, but then then we go on a little run mid second quarter and we take the lead. Okay, and we're up like seven or eight, and there's like a minute and a half left, and we have done an incredible job on Joe Ragland, and I don't know what he had at that point, but it wasn't a lot, and the kids were just buying in and helping and moving, and everything was good, and then he was the best player on the court for a minute and a half. I don't know if he had nine or twelve. In that minute and a half, but he was unstoppable. Oh my gosh! And we went from having a lead to being down, and it just was the worst. Yeah, it was the like worst. you can't call a timeout in under a minute, and yeah. like it just in the half, yeah. And, and the crowd just kept getting louder and louder with every shot he took and made, and it just was. And Donley at that point hadn't done much. No, no, he had he, not. He all right. So <laughs> total momentum change. <laughs> We, me and you are walking across the cage court, and you have the best line in the history of my basketball career. And because I look at you while we're walking, and I go, "What do we do?" And you yell, "Get Donley the ball on the block!" Yeah. And that was it. That was all I needed was for you to speak that sentence. Yeah. And we completely redid the game plan at halftime. Yeah. We ran X. Yeah. Was it called X then? X, Memphis. That was another one. Yeah, Memphis would got yeah. and we got Donnelly the ball on the block. Every time. Every time. We had down to on the court. Raglan would give him problems on the outside. So yeah. He caught on the wing, Raglan would bother him. Yeah. But Raglan wasn't big enough at that point to guard him and block. Yeah. So as soon as he went on the block, then they would put um, somebody else on him who Pat could handle. Yeah. And it was, yeah. And Pat destroyed them. Yeah. And for, you know, you know, throughout our coaching time together, you, you know, we grew up together. We played basketball so much together that a lot of our ideas and what we saw on the court are the same. Yeah. So 99% of the time, you know, we're, we're, we agree on what we're seeing and what we're doing. Um, and this was just something that I saw, and I was like, this is the only opportunity we have to really do something different here. 
and to be honest with you, you know, I, I love you gave me the credit that night. You still do. Um, you know, there's a lot of times I threw shit at the wall to see what would stick. And here's one thing that yeah. did stick. And oh, thank God it did. I don't, I don't remember any time, nothing, <laughs> something not sticking. Cause that one time it stuck. It stuck. Um, but I also, you say it now, like so composed, but I do remember when you said it to me, you were beat red. Oh yeah. You were oh. so mad about the last two I, minutes you were walking and you, you didn't like, it wasn't a suggestion. Yeah. It was a suggestion, but it was like a yelled suggestion. Yeah, it was a point where you're one of my best friends. Yeah. I can yell yeah. at you in this moment. Get and you're not, the ball yeah. on the block. And you're not going to take it the wrong way or get no. upset. or. Oh, like, God, no. Oh, God. It definitely was. No, I can remember that because, you know, it, Wong Middle High School had never won Western Mass. Yeah. Yeah. And we were right there. And we, you know, we had a, such a great opportunity and, you know, we weren't playing Central. We weren't playing Cathedral. Like, yeah. you know, like, we were playing a very good team. But, yeah, you know, like, this was our greatest opportunity that the school yeah. has ever had. And, you know, living in the moment like we'd have, that, that weighed on me. And that yeah. that week before the game, that during that game, yeah. like, I was like, I, I don't want to mess this up. Like, yeah. we've got to do this. Yeah. And, you know, Pat was a once-in-a-generational type player. Oh, he's, yeah. I, and we knew that. Yeah. And it was like, you, you can't squander this opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, Longmeadows had a lot of fantastic players along the way, but as far as high school basketball player goes, I I don't care. I I wouldn't I I he'd be my first draft pick because he just had an X factor to him. Yes, uh, yes, that was just incredible. But um, all right, so we second half, he ends up with twenty seven. Yeah, he was incredible in the second half. Um. And it's still a back and forth. Oh, yeah. Oh, Joe, right. Uh, Him and Joe went basket yeah. to basket. Joe was nuts. We locked down Evan. Yes. And that was key until Huge. the last 90 seconds yes. of the game where he hit two or three threes. Yes. And almost brought them back. He did. He yeah. did. And all right. So there's, I have three other moments I remember. I won't have them in order. My man, Stambo. Yeah. Big shot. Two threes or one? One at the end. He had one in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Top of the key. Yep. Not sure it should have been let loose. No, the play was to throw it into Donnelly from yeah. the top of the key. But he let it loose. And he was four or five feet behind the three-point line. <laughs> and he was open. And, you know, like... That's how he played. That's how he did it. And that's why we love And I let him play Josh. that way. We yeah. love Josh for that reason. Like, yeah. you had to have big stones to take that shot. He had big stones to take that shot. Yeah. And it bounced and went yeah. up. Yeah. And came back through. Mm -hmm. So that was huge. Um and then Sherman, what how much time was left when he took the charge? The best charge in the history of Western Mass. I think like fifty seconds. I mean in, in the, the lore of the storytelling it's like yeah. the last play, but yeah. it's not. I think there was like fifty seconds left because Nico had to go shoot some free throws yep. after that. And yep. like there was some play left, but it was an incredible, incredible play moment. Sherman took a charge. Was it on Ragland? Yeah. Yeah. And, and Ragland made the shot. We were up one. Oh. He makes the shot. Oh, I did not remember that. Yeah. Oh, my God. That oh, would have yeah. been to go down. We would have been last... down one under oh, a minute. Oh, my God. And the gym was <laughs> just collapsing. Collapsing. The gym was yeah. collapsing. Was just... And Sherman, and it was Buddy Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Buddy Martin yeah. did the charge call yeah, where he the like chop step, yeah. chop, 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 yeah. hitting his hitting his hips yeah. and then block. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. uh, 
I'm sorry, uh, charge. charge. Jeez, yeah. opposite charge. Um, and Sherman went nuts. Yeah. Everybody went nuts. Yeah, because Sherman was the best player. Yeah, he was the like, best. Like, he averaged two points a game. Yes. But did whatever we told whatever. him to do. And was the best guy at pack line defense. Yes. And knew where to go, where to be. Yep. And kept all those kids in line. Yeah. And was the only one who could really talk to Pat. Yeah, you're right. He you could, know, so he like could he say had, something to Pat. But yeah. he that's why he's, you know, first team all Murph and one of my favorite. He is kids. first team all Not only for that charge, but just how yeah. he was. Yeah. Yeah, and it was so fitting that he helps us win Western Mass with oh, a yeah. charge in front of five thousand people. Um and so then, uh, and then the third thing I was going to say is I remember Nico hitting two free throws yeah. and Nico was not a good free throw no. shooter. He had worked hard at it and, uh, yeah. and the doc, the shot doctor had helped uh. him along the way and, uh, he hit the two free throws. Uh, I, did he swish them both? Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was calm, cool. And calm. They, Gerber had called timeout after he got fouled. And he came over, and you know we were like, you know, you good? He's like, I'm good. Yeah. You know, like just the coolest kid, and yeah. just got out there and just no doubt in them both of them. Yeah. You know, like which was interesting because love Nico to death, but he was up and down, right? Like, oh yeah. With his emotions, oh, his, like his, like his, most kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like it wasn't like he was a calm, cool, and collected at all times, yep. but in that moment he was. He was that, so calm, cool. Um, hey, coach, I got you. Like, yeah. That was phenomenal. So, we win. We win Western Mass. We go crazy. I think I get thrown in the shower if I get recalled. Yeah, there, the was, kids, some, there like, was some, yeah, some sh- locker room shenanigans. Uh, yeah, we go out. I mean, anyways, that was the best night of my uh, my basketball career, without a doubt. And you've replicated it a few times without me. Um, but that first one for me was... Um, so, all right. So, we go on. We lose to St. John's in the semis. Ugh. In hindsight, we... we could have given them a better game we didn't get fully blown out but we didn't like really stay in it no they, they had they had two twin six ten brothers the yeah. love brothers yeah who were good and and they had the kid that was like a d1 football dude he's still playing in the nfl richard rogers he's in the nfl yeah he's still a tight end he's been a tight end for 15 years now really yeah i didn't know that I'm... one of the major problems with that game was we didn't have a scout yeah and, you know, and we relied on the scout. We relied so much. Our guys just... Taking away their number one thing. Whatever we told them in the scout, our, our guys took as gospel. Yeah. And we could fabricate stuff or, or come up with we stuff. We did lie a lot that we, year. A lot, a lot. I, we made up a lot of a things. A lot of stuff. And they <laughs> believed it, And but it worked out for them. Yeah, yeah. Um. So we went into that game without a scout. And St. John and Worcester basketball at the time was different. And, you know... We gave them a good game, but our, our kids, you know, we won the championship on Saturday night, and the game was on Tuesday at the Mullen Center. Yeah. And our, our kids, you know. Even me. Yeah. We, you understood it better than I did. We were drained. I was still yeah. drained from winning Western Mass. Yeah. You knew that we had two I, more. We just, it was right there. Uh, oh, man. You you understood it better than me. Uh, I, it was such a It was such a tough game, and, you know, we had our chance, and our bench guys had we had a almost scripted uh, substitution pattern that we had gone through all year. Yeah. And our bench guys would start the fourth, and then with like four minutes left, we'd go back to the starters. And our bench guys had made a run because they were kind of fresher than the starters yeah. were. And we were down like two or three, 
and there was like four minutes left and Pat and Nico were on the bench and we're like, well, you know, if we're going to win this, it's going to be with them on the court. Yeah. And we put them back in and we just, we just didn't, didn't get it done that night. Yeah. And, um, you know, we had, we had accomplished our goal of winning Western Mass. So yeah. This was cake and, uh, we learned a lesson from it. But yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, it was sad. That was a tough night. That was a tough night. That was a tough night. Two, three days after the greatest night. Um, all right, so I do three more years as the head coach with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, we we don't need to go through each of them, but what <laughs> what were the what do you remember? I remember a Connor Hobart tip in any year we were like four and sixteen. The four and sixteen year was that um, two thousand ten, and it was a great year. We just weren't a good basketball yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. That's we, all. It was. Yeah, they worked hard. John Vasile, Brendan Abad, we had a bunch of young guys. They yeah. worked hard. They listened. We just weren't very good. Yeah. And we had a, a really tough schedule. And we were 4 and 16, but you would have never noticed it from the kids' attitudes to the parents to yeah. any. Like, everybody was great. Yeah. It was like the best 4 and 16 year any team's ever yeah, had. Yeah, no kidding. Um, like you wouldn't survive a four and sixteen year no, now. Like, no, as a coach, um, was that my that that wasn't my last year. No, your last year was the next year. Okay, when we um, we made the playoffs and lost in the playoffs. Was that Lucas Manzi? Yes. Yep. Okay. We yeah. we Amherst beat us at our yeah. place, right? Yeah. Um, it was a tough situation. Um, they were good. And they got their best player back who hadn't played all year. Okay. And so that really put us in a what tough spot. What was his spot. name? Felides or something? I don't remember exactly. Don't but he didn't from. play great against us in that night, but he obviously did enough to beat us. We lost in overtime. Yeah, it was overtime. It was a great game. Lucas Manzi hit a shot to, to get us to overtime. Yeah, was always right. on the line because he had big, huge feet. Yeah. That was the <laughs> yeah. issue I did. Yeah, um, but we had a great year. We beat Central at Central. That's that year. right. That was a good that win. That was a great. Yeah, that it, was a good win. It was a good year. That was Brendan Abad. He played in that game, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And that was a great year. Shout out, Coach Abad. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, you know, we 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 did a good job. We learned a lesson from that year. Also, our goal that year was just to make the playoffs. I mean, yeah, was that the year we like we got shorts? Everybody got with shorts with a ten. Yeah, that was and cool. It, and was it was cool. a great motivational thing, except for the fact that once we got the ten, you know, yeah, some <laughs> of those guys checked out on us. Yeah. Like, we captured our goal. We, we're yeah. good. We're good. You know, and that's right. And I remember that now because I've toyed with like the ten thing again, yeah. and I've, no, I haven't can't. done it because of that. Yeah. It's not the goal. Yeah, it's not the goal. But it was that year. We needed. That, and it yeah. was my last year as the Longmeadow head coach. So yeah. I'm glad we made playoffs. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it was one of those things that, you know, after going 4-16, and 16, and we'd only been doing it four years, so we are kind of in that mode of, like, do we really know what we're doing or do we yeah. just have Pat Donnelly? Yeah, that's like, right. That's I mean, right. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah. Like that, there, There's a yeah. lot of good coaches that – have had really good players and that's why they've been successful yeah and we definitely had that thought of like you know maybe it wasn't what we yeah. you know we thought like we, we were, thought we had a role but maybe we, we didn't maybe we didn't have a, a role in this maybe we were just you know pawns you know what i yeah. mean it's, yeah uh yeah I remember, and i also loved coaching john basile never seen never seen a kid find a path to the hoop with oh, yeah. less space than him yeah like what no fancy crossover, not no, no fancy anything. Just like seeing, actually, Jillian Joseph is the closest I've ever yeah. seen. Like yeah. just similar, yep. seeing a, a path to the hoop when one doesn't exist. Um, anyway, so 
All right, so then I become a principal yeah. is what got me to leave it, right? Yeah, Hor- um, horrible decision. At South End, <laughs> and we just switched chairs, yeah. which at that point, you, I know you said in the beginning you didn't have any interest in being a head coach, and I, I also know about you that you're not lying when you say you would have happily been my assistant forever. Forever. Um, but you also clearly were head coach material if you wanted it. So when I left... It was a no-brainer for them to give it to you, and we just switched seats. Yeah. So I did five years with you as an assistant. Yeah. We won Western Mass once. Yeah. Who Who was our group? When, when, what year did we win Western Mass? Uh, oh, you're the, you. When as, you're the head. Oh, 2014. 2014. So I'm still with you. I'm like in the third or fourth year of five. Yeah. My fifth year. Not even it. sure we should count it as a Mailed year. it in. Mailed it in. Not even sure. We should. <laughs> I was still with you. But that was when I brought Pete Heisek on. You did. Because I knew I was going to mail yeah, it in. You were like, you need this guy because I'm not going to be here. someone else if I don't make it through. Uh, all right. So your third year you won Western Mass? Yes. And yes. My first year... Uh, we went eight and twelve in an, an incredibly hard week with Westfield, East Long Meadow, Northampton. Um, two of those teams walked, played each other in the Western Mass Finals. Okay. Um, and we had a good squad. It was John and Brendan and TJ Norris their senior year. Oh, TJ! Um, Shouts TJ. You know, it was a good year, but our schedule was brutal, and just every night was a war. And we, we just, for whatever reason, we just didn't. Uh, didn't didn't get ten. Yeah, you know, and and, yeah. and that's what it was. And then the next year was a really good young group of kids. Um, you know, a bunch of sophomores that played Michael Lemke. Ty yes, Dudek, Lemke's group. Yeah, Hoffman, they had like five. Chris King, Elijah Castillo. We had all these young guys, and we had. And it was another situation where our league was real tough, and we went nine and eleven, oh. and lost our last game to the number one seed in overtime. Oh. At Northampton, like one of the toughest oh, I places. I don't remember to play. that yeah. distinctly. Wow. And it was a great game, and it was one of my better coaching jobs I've ever done in my life. Yeah. And after the game, um, it was the best speech I ever gave. Was like, this is going to help us. Yeah. And it really did. Like that group, um, you know, we lost Joe Schneider after that year, but that group really took that loss, fueled them in the offseason, and then the next year we won. Yeah, we won Western Mass. That's yeah. right. Back up at the cage too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we got two. So yeah. we got two together. Yeah. Um, and was that a close game? That was against Shepherd Hill, right? Yeah, no, it wasn't a close game. We got them pretty good. Yeah. They... Was the semis a close game? No, no. So we ended up we being the... We were good. We, we yeah. were good. We were the one seed. And Taconic and Pittsfield were the two and three. And they were really good. And they both ended up losing in the quarters. Okay. All so right. they got upset. So that's how Shepherd Hill got in. Got it. And and they were good. They actually have two kids that play in the NFL now that were on that team. Really? Yeah. One's an, one was a first-round pick. He was the number 11 pick by Atlanta a couple years ago. <laughs> oh Chris Lindstrom. God. And the other one's a tight end for the Cowboys, Sean McKeon. Oh, my God. Um, I and, don't know any of this. And they were good. They were a good team, but they were no match for us that night. I mean, we 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 just destroyed them, and our, the kids were ready. Um, and, went, and, you know, it was a good game. And then I, a year later, I bail, and you won another one. Yeah, 2017. 2017. So who was your core? Patrick Abad, Ray Manzi, Max Robbins. Yes, that's right. Uh, Nick Mitchell. Um, I really, that was the, the best year. You know, some years you have that things don't go good on the court, don't go good off the court. That yeah. year, everything gelled. Yeah. The kids were awesome. The parents were awesome. Everything was just 
it was a, it was a really great ride and you know we were preseason not ranked wow and we just had a great run the, it was another year where the kids knew their role knew what to do and, and did it and yeah. and we just had a, a great run and we won the the finals at the cage over Taconic in a great game i remember that i was at that game yeah that was uh, a great game really good game yeah um they're really good their coach is great and we had a great battle with them um, just one of our guys, Will Acaveria, took seven charges in the Western Mass Final. To, oh to, my God! To, to seal it for Dude, us. Dude, you're I the mean, king of coaching the charge. Yeah, it was it was really good. I mean, uh. that was that was one of the best years. I mean, because you know, after every time you win, you think that that's gonna be it. You're never gonna do it again. Yeah. And you know, 14 we won, and I thought we'd win in 15, and we didn't. Yeah, that's and okay. Was, so that was their junior year. That was the, that was all. And those... their senior year was tough. Yeah, it just didn't come together. It just didn't. It just didn't work. You yeah. know, that year of you know, maturity or lack thereof or whatever happens. You know, it just it didn't work, and, and uh, we lost in the semifinals to um, Tantasqua, who was good that year, and and yes, and that, and that was it. Um, I was on the bench for that one. Was, it, was that your last? Yeah, that might have been my last, last year. year. Yeah, I remember being on the bench for that one. Um, so I went out of the boys' program on a semifinal. Semifinal loss. Tantasco loss. That makes yeah. sense. Um, all right, and you're still doing it. So so this will be year eighteen for me. Year eighteen as head or year eighteen in program? In program as okay. eighteen. All right. This will be tw- year year twelve, 12 as head. Yeah. All right. Um, Wow, 18 years in the program. So I left for a couple years, and then there's one, yeah, I got to point this out. And then I did the one-week thing at yeah. EL. Yeah, and Did I us. play you? Yes. I played you in the one week. Yes, in at, a tournament at, at the Mass, Mass Mutual Street. Center yeah. down below. Yeah, in the back gym. Like yeah. in the AAU gym. Yeah. And I remember I didn't know my players' names. <laughs> I was filling in. And, but I remember I also still really wanted to beat you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I didn't. Yeah. You, I did not. We did not beat you. Um, I was like looking down at the book being like, so-and-so, and trying to see who would stand up. Because um, I hadn't been a principal long enough to have like kids that I would know Yeah. Um, in East Long Meadow. I thought I was totally done. I did that game. And then I had three practices. And then I played Putnam. And we beat Putnam mm-hmm. at EL in an absolute battle in front of a crazy crowd. And that was it. I was back in. Mm-hmm. And I've been back in ever since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and then did I ever, I don't think I ever beat you though, did I? Yeah. Did we, my EL team ever beat your long metal team? When yeah. I was, there was two years after that. Yeah, you beat us. Yeah, we, we would always split. It was like a one and one. We would split. All yeah. right. Man, in my head, Because we did us. the same stuff and we run the same stuff and... Have all the so same maybe tricks. you beat me three out of five. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, because uh, I had that one extra one. Yeah, he still counts. Yeah. Still counts. <laughs> I um, did not enjoy those games, though. No, it, you really didn't like them. I em. did not like I it. enjoyed talking to the refs about how you were playing the refs. <laughs> that was what I enjoyed. Like, he's, you know, he's playing you right now, right? Like, all he doesn't really care about how your day was. <laughs> and, like... Just because I don't talk to you doesn't mean I don't want the calls yeah. as well. Uh, Do I have to talk to you to get calls? Because I will. Yeah, you you didn't. Yeah. No, I won't. I'm still not good at that. <laughs> I can't small talk with them. It killed me to watch you be good at that. Anyways. Um, 
Yeah, you. I remember that neither one of us were totally comfortable, but you were uncomfortable. Yeah, I did not enjoy it. You it, were it, uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, anyways, and then now where we are, I left EL after two years. The girls' job, your friend Drea, yeah. went to Holyoke. It opened up. At that point, I was coaching a ton of AAU girls, loving it, um, and I was ready to move to the girls. So now we are entering our fourth year as you're the boys' varsity, I'm the girls' varsity at Longmeadow High School. It's crazy to think about. It's crazy. I can't even believe it's our fourth year of this. I know. Um, So that sort of sums up (laughs) Um, our basketball careers, which I'm going to say we were six or seven. So that means it was 84 or 85. Yeah. When our basketball worlds came together, mm-hmm. they had a 10-year gap in the middle where we were just fans and yeah. friends. And other than that, so since 84, there have been, what is that, 38 years? There's been 38 years, and 28 of them, we, we have been doing basketball <laughs> together. Yo, that's crazy. Yeah. 28 of 38 years we've been doing basketball together. Something else. That is insane. Um, well, man, I'll tell you, you're my basketball soulmate. There's no doubt about that. Um, I love, I love now getting to go watch you, not as someone who used to coach with you, not as someone who's going to have to coach against you. Like when I was at EL. Yeah. Um, but now I just get to watch you just straight up for fun, (laughs) for fun. And, uh, me and Bridget always say our favorite thing to do is watch you when you call a timeout. And you just walk out to half court. You're beat red. Yeah. You you generally haven't. Sometimes you'll call a celebratory timeout, but yeah. generally you save them for like, we need to talk. Yeah. And you you get your money's worth. You you go you go right to the refs. You get something with the refs, and then you let your assistants do something. Yeah. And then you come in and you do something, and it's like, man, he gets more out of a timeout than I get out <laughs> of three timeouts. Um, but God, and Mela loves watching you in timeouts just as much. She oh, would watch no. you coach all day, all day. Um, so it's been an absolute, um, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. I don't know. Did we forget anything? I'm sure we forgot like 400 important guys. I don't know. I feel um, like we touched a lot of stuff. Here. We we did touch a lot of stuff. But listen, if we didn't say your name, don't take offense. Uh, we co- we've coached hundreds of kids. <laughs> I'm sure we're forgetting some, uh, some important ones, but. Thank you to everybody that was part of this story, you know, from Donnie Quinn all the way up to Pat Donnelly and absolutely all the way to Brendan Abad, who's now like, yeah. we both coached him. We both were his head coach yeah. and now he's coaching against you and he yeah. was my assistant and my goodness. So, it's, it's um, crazy. The and Pete Heisick coached with you and yeah. now I coach against him. Yeah. You know, it's not exactly the Popovich tree, but your tree's getting bigger. My tree's getting bigger your and better. Your tree's getting bigger. Now bigger. you got guys that are going to, gone to college. Yeah, right? yeah. Good guy in college, a guy at a prep school. So I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. doing pretty good. My tree's getting there. Yeah, I don't think my tree's going to expand anymore because I think Bridget's going to sign on to the I'll be your assistant forever. <laughs> forever? And if you leave, I'll leave. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think my tree's going to mature at all. She, she's not going to get tricked into taking the head job. No, I don't. <laughs> 
I don't. If it wasn't last year, it ain't happening. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't happening. Yeah. Yeah. So. We tried. I had that conversation with her. Like, yeah. you're going to have to coach. And she's, she's like, like I'm nah, not doing nah. that. You can come coach the girls and do the boys. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, come on, Bridge. You can uh, do it. God bless her. She's perfect. She's oh, my no, she's perfect great. assistant coach right now. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, my tree's not growing, and your tree's going to continue to grow. Yeah. Um, so I love you, man. Thank you yeah. so much for all the basketball memories. We could do this same length of podcasts and just talk friendship memories. Yeah, absolutely. But we'll do that some other time. It was it's we got the season upon us. Yeah. We're gonna hopefully both have talented teams this year. Let's hope they come together in all the ways we've talked about. And I love you, man. Love you too. Thanks for coming. Keep it moving, yeah, yeah. Keep it moving, yeah, yeah. To the K I M. Keep it moving, true that. To the K I M. Ain't got no time for shucking and jiving. Uh.